listening to Pet Candy. You are listening to Pet Candy Magazine, March 2021. Welcome to the world of vet candy by Dr. Jill Lopez, Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to this issue of Pet Candy Magazine. For this issue, we are introducing you to YouTuber Shay Chapman, a college student who, in her downtime, highlights her love of horses on her social media platforms. Her popular stream, Shay's Way, is filled to the brim with her love for horses, as well as GoPro rides with her sweet horse, Rocket. Shay is also teaming up with Pet Candy to bring you a new show, Cooking with Shay. Coming soon to Pet Candy TV, the show is filled with fun cooking challenges and focuses on creating healthy vegan dishes. As editor-in-chief, I would like to thank our amazing writers who bring their expertise to this endeavor. They have all made this issue possible, and I hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cooking with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. The World According to YouTube Star Shay Chapman by A.M. Kuska Lots of people enjoy sharing their lives on the popular video sharing website YouTube. Like many others, Shay Chapman regularly shares videos on YouTube, but the content she has is incredibly unique. She enjoys taking viewers for rides on her horse Rocket, as well as the occasional guest pony. Her popular stream, Shay's Way, is filled to the brim with her love for horses, as well as a smattering of other topics, such as games she enjoys and campaigns close to her heart. Shay is a dedicated equestrian. But her path to zooming around on a horse bareback and bitless wasn't smooth. When she first learned how to ride, an off-the-track thoroughbred bolted while she was riding him. She panicked and couldn't get the horse to stop, screaming and tugging on the reins. Shay isn't likely to be run away with a horse now. She owns Rocket, a spunky horse with a big personality. Rocket makes frequent appearances on the vlog, where he is often taken over jump courses, relaxes on trail rides, or sometimes performs a bit of dressage. Rocket has a big personality, and he's not above a little bit of naughtiness. Sometimes, when Shay is trying to do gymnastics moves that require a very steady horse, the prankster Rocket decides to simply walk off and leave her scrambling to get back into a normal riding position. Rocket is normally a very gentle horse, but just like his owner, he loves the occasional prank. Although Shay loves horses and most of her vlogs focus on them, it isn't her only interest. She regularly interviews stars and people who stand for important causes. Although she's used to talking with celebrities, she also has her shy moments like everyone else. At one point while filming a vlog for her channel, she ran out of exciting events to cover at a convention she was attending. In order to keep the vlog exciting, she decided to go up to people and ask them random silly questions. This was well out of her comfort zone, 
but the results were amazing and hilarious. Comical moments are a huge part of Shay's life. At one point in her younger years, she chose to be the color pink for Halloween. Her bucket list goal is to visit all the Disneylands in the world. These are just a couple of moments that show how fun she is. Shay Chapman is a dynamic personality who is always up to something new. Whether she is showing you a new beauty routine, chatting it up on the red carpet, or cantering through the latest jump course, she's always up to something new. If you love horseback riding or just want to see what Shay is up to, you can check her out on her YouTube channel, Shay's Way. Shay is also cooking up some fun on Pet Candy with her new show, Cooking with Shay, coming soon to Pet Candy TV. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi everyone, Dr. Hunter Finn here. You might have seen me on TikTok or Instagram at Dr. Hunter Finn. I want to tell you about my new podcast, The Dr. Hunter Finn Show on Pet Candy. This show is about things that interest me, bringing the most interesting news and events to you, and talking to really interesting and inspiring people who are trying to make this world a better place. Check me out on iTunes or a podcast platform of your choice. Twenty-one questions with Shay Chapman. One, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? When I was young, I got taken off on by an off-the-track thoroughbred racehorse and completely froze in the moment. I barely did anything to stop the horse other than futilely pull on the reins and scream a little bit. To this day, that embarrasses me, especially when the trainer told me even timid 12-year-olds could stop him. Two. What's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? I changed my major from biology to creative writing without a solid future career plan in mind, and I have not regretted it. It's led me back to myself, who and what I want to be, and what I want to do with my life. Three, what's your biggest regret? In the past couple of years, I really got into loving musical theater. I wish when I was younger I had discovered that earlier and joined theater while still in high school. Four, what's your dream day like? Riding and jumping my horse rocket, completely bareback and bitless, getting an iced coffee with almond milk with my friends, and coming home to relax and watch a movie or TV show with my mom. Five, what do you wish you were really good at? Either singing or horseback riding. For singing, I'd love to be able to belt out a ballad. As for horseback riding, I just want to keep improving and achieving my goals. Six, what's the most cringeworthy outfit you've ever worn? I was literally the color pink for Halloween, so I wore a whole metallic bodysuit of pink with matching metallic shorts. I loved it, though. Seven, if you could be any animal, what would you be? 100% a quokka. They have no natural predators and are always smiling. Plus, they get to meet celebrities, which is pretty cool. 8. Would you rather leave your hometown and never be able to return again, or stay in your hometown but never be able to leave? Oh my, this is a tough question. I would love to travel and go places, so I think I'll just move to one town over instead. 9. 
If you had to rename yourself, what name would you choose? I would choose the names either Aelin or Sutton. As a book reader, these two names came from some of my favorite books, and I just find them to be such pretty names. 10. What was the last show you binge-watched? The Queen's Gambit. It's incredible. It got me hooked on chess, and now I play it with my grandpa and my mom. 11. If you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? You Should See Me in a Crown by Billie Eilish. It was so hard to pick just one song by Billie. I love them all. 12. What is the weirdest dream you've ever had? One time, I had a dream that I was eating mac and cheese and I could genuinely taste it. That was it. That was the dream, and then I woke up. 13. What is on your bucket list? Going to all the Disneylands around the world. 14. Are you more of a morning or night person? I'm a night owl for sure. 15. What is your go-to karaoke song? Any Beetlejuice Broadway song. I know them all by heart. 16. If you could move anywhere in the world, where would you go? I would move wherever is closest to my horse. 17. What was one time you really stepped out of your comfort zone? I was at a social media convention called VidCon and was creating my vlog for the day. The second day didn't have too many exciting events, so I had to come up with some clever content ideas quick. I decided to go to random people and ask them random silly questions. This was totally out of my comfort zone, but I pushed away my nerves and went for it. It turned out to be super fun and made for a great video. 18. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? Don't let fear hold you back. Most of the things I regret not doing were things I avoided due to fear. Fear still gets me even now, but I try to push past it so I can get the most out of life. 19. What is the one thing you can't live without? My horse, Rocket. He's my whole soul. 20. What is your biggest guilty pleasure? Vegan cookies from Sprouts. I may or may not have eaten a whole box in three days. 21. If you were a superhero, what kind of secret identity would you have? My secret identity would be a lawyer. No one would ever suspect me. Dating with Dogs by Shannon Gregoire. What makes someone who is walking a dog down the street more attractive than someone walking alone? Is it the obvious love of four-legged fluff balls that you have in common? Or how much he probably loves cuddling with his pup, and possibly you in the future? These are just a few examples of how animals can impact our first impression of someone we meet. Animals can serve as fantastic icebreakers because it is easier to compliment a pet and secretly the human too, with a much lower risk of rejection. Bringing a dog on a date also creates some white noise. A cute furry friend helps keep conversation and laughs going, pretty much guaranteeing a fun time. Cute doggy date ideas might be a scenic hike and a picnic, a dog park play date if you both have a furry friend, or even a city stroll for coffee and puppuccinos. The options are endless, and so is the cuteness. If your dog takes well to the person you are interested in, that can also be a good prognostic indicator. Dogs are famously good judges of character and intentions, so they might be able to provide the extra insight into how likable your date really is. How to Get Your Horse Fix by A.M. Kuska
Horses are beautiful, mysterious, and inspiring. Just spending time with these gentle giants is an experience that many will remember for a lifetime. If you have a passion for horses, wanting to spend time with them is understandable, but owning one is often not so easy. Horses come with a steep price tag, and for many, the cost of the horse itself, feed, and board makes owning one impossible. If you find that owning a horse is not in the cards, but still desperately want to spend time with them, you're not alone. This is a common problem, and there are actually quite a few ways to handle it. Trade work for lessons. Boarding and riding lessons are expensive because they require a lot of care. Horses need exercise even when the owner is unavailable. They need feed, groomed, stalls cleaned, pastures picked, fences inspected, tack cleaned, and so much more. Even if you can't afford a riding lesson, let alone a horse, you may still be able to spend time with them. Many stable owners are glad to trade stall cleaning and other chores in exchange for a lesson or two. If you absolutely can't afford horses but want to be with them, you may be surprised what a quick call to nearby stables can offer you. Volunteer Just as there are dog and cat rescues, there are also horse rescues. These horses still need the same care as a horse with an owner and may also need additional TLC as they are habilitated. Volunteering is a great way to help you spend time with the animals you love and it's also free. Best of all, you'll be doing the horse as much of a favor as it is doing you. Take lessons or lease a horse. If the upfront cost of the horse itself is too much, but you really want to focus on riding as much or more than care, lessons are a good option. Lessons are the best and safest way to learn how to ride a horse. If you just get on without a trained professional to help you learn the ropes, especially if the horse itself isn't well-trained, you can end up in a lot of trouble. Once you've gained enough experience to be a competent rider, leasing or part-leasing a horse is a possible option. Leasing is like a long-term rental, when you don't own the horse but have full or partial rights to riding them. In a full lease, you can treat the horse as if you own it. And in a part lease, you may share the horse with one or more other riders. Even if you can't own a horse of your own, there are plenty of ways you can still interact with these charming creatures. Whether you rent a horse for a simple trail ride or take lessons regularly, the bond you have with the horse won't be any less. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, pet parents, check out the Renee Michelle Show exclusively on Pet Candy. Join Renee Michelle to talk about life, love, and everything in between. Check it out at mypetcandy.com. Does your dog need to go to doggy daycare? by A.M. Kuska. If you ever feel worried about leaving your dog home alone, doggy daycare is a great compromise. You can drop your pet off with an experienced dog handler who will make sure your pet has a blast playing with other puppies and getting exercise, love, and affection while you are away. 
More importantly, doggy daycare allows dogs to get out some of their natural instincts that they may be suppressing in order to fit into the family, such as not nipping you in the butt during play. Even though that is perfectly acceptable and even enjoyable amongst dogs, doggy daycare isn't for every dog, though. Here are a few things to consider before signing your pet up. Does your dog actually want to go? Many dogs love the opportunity to play with others, but some really don't. If your dog has behavioral issues that make them questionable with other pets or people, doggy daycare isn't a good option. Telling yourself your pet will learn to be more social by throwing them into a situation where they are uncomfortable will likely result in stitches for the staff, other dogs, or even your own pet. Is the doggy daycare safe? Before dropping your pet off, check the area closely to see what sort of company it is. If there are few or no toys in the play area, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's removing guardable resources that may make a pet feel compelled to start a fight. Likewise, ask questions while you're there and see how competent the handlers are. If they're just letting everyone out into a playpen and hoping things go well, chances are a fight is eventually going to happen. Instead, look for people who are good at sorting dogs based on their needs and who won't be afraid to tell you if behavioral problems come up in your pet or if something happened at daycare. Doggy daycare is often a good way to let out extra energy for well-socialized pets, but it's not for every dog. Take into account your pet's unique needs before deciding. Why Dental Care Matters for Pets by Dr. Jill Lopez. Healthy teeth are important for our pets. Without proper care, pets may develop periodontal disease, suffer from inflamed or infected gums, and even lose teeth. Taking steps to prevent dental disease can be helpful in keeping your pet healthy. Another common problem with toy breeds includes overcrowding of teeth. Most dogs have 42 permanent adult teeth whether a Great Dane or a Chihuahua. With smaller mouths, the teeth can easily become overcrowded. Sometimes baby teeth, deciduous teeth, are retained and cause even more overcrowding. Overcrowded teeth are prone to cause infection, gingival irritation, and even bone loss. To prevent this from happening, experts recommend an annual veterinary dental examination during which your veterinarian can discover any dental disease and can help determine the most effective treatment. Following the examination, your veterinarian may recommend that your pet receive a professional dental cleaning. Dental x-rays may also be taken during the dental examination. X-rays help determine the health of the roots of the teeth and will reveal impactions, fractures, and infections. Your veterinarian may also recommend home care dental treatments, such as toothbrushing, dental toys, and other types of dental care. For more information on dog and cat dental disease, speak with your veterinarian. How to Get More on Your Dating App by A.M. Kuska even before the pandemic, finding love online usually involved swiping left or right on a dating app. The problem, of course, is getting matches in the first place, preferably from people you find attractive and interesting too. 
Yet sometimes, the lack of interest on Tinder and similar apps can make you feel downright unloved. If it feels like you're not getting a lot of matches, and the matches you see aren't very good, there's actually a way you can trigger these apps to send more profiles your way. Here's how. It's all in the updates. While you might picture the algorithm constantly scanning new profiles and looking for someone to send your way, it doesn't quite work like that. Apps like Tinder are designed to respond to people who are the most active in the app. In other words, the more often you change your profile pic, add music you like, or update your bio, the more likely Tinder will be to match you with other people. Let your personality show. You may not be getting the right matches in part because your bio or photos aren't showing people who you really are. If you're sporty, that means showing a picture of you in a tennis match or actually living your passion. If you like to cook, showing yourself making your favorite dish could clue others into what matters most to you. This is also true for your bio. Don't talk about old films from years ago. What did you watch this month that you liked? What have you done this week that was really fun? You don't have to update your profile every few minutes to get a good result. Just once or twice a month should be enough to keep your profile active in the algorithm, so one day you'll meet someone you like enough to not need a dating app anymore. Tips for Finding Pet-Friendly Housing by A.M. Kuska If you own a pet, finding a place to rent that accepts pets can be tricky. Many landlords worry about the damage a dog, cat, or other species can do. They fear that allowing them will mean ruined carpets or scratched-up doors that will have to be replaced. Despite the fact that 72% of renters own pets, there are very few places that will accept animals at all, especially if you have more than one or a large breed. If you're struggling, don't worry. There are options available to you, even if it may not seem like it at first. Here are a few ways to make the search easier. Filter for pet-friendly housing. One way to make the search easier is to filter for pet-friendly homes and apartments on search apps. Most apps and websites have this filter, allowing you to narrow down the possibilities to your specific pet. You may still struggle to find homes that will accept your Mastiff or your six cats and a rabbit, but you'll know every apartment you look at is at least open to animals. Check with the local Humane Society. Animal welfare organizations are all too familiar with the pain and suffering of people who need to give up their animals due to moving. This is why many of them have a section of their website dedicated to helping people with animals find places that will accept their pet. The Pets Welcome database has rental options in over 22 states that accept animals. If you've tried everywhere else, they may be able to help you find a home for both you and your pet. Build a pet resume. If you're having trouble finding a home or apartment that will take your pet, a pet resume might make a difference, helping an individual landlord decide to bend the rules and restrictions. Landlords are human too, and if they can clearly see your pet is a model dog or cat, they may be willing to make an exception in your case. Include an attractive photo of your pet, a description of your pet's personality, medical information that shows you keep up to date on vaccines, and any training and certifications. 
A landlord might not normally be open to a breed-restricted pet, but they may see your temperament-tested, canine-good-citizen certified pet differently. Insure your pet. A potential landlord may be reluctant to accept animals because of the risk to the property. An insured animal means the risk is greatly reduced. If you have a breed that is considered aggressive, this could make the difference in whether your pet will be accepted or not. Check your insurance to make sure there is no bite exclusion or breed restrictions that apply to your pet before you buy. Finding a home when you own a pet can be difficult, but there are always options. If you find yourself struggling, try these tips to put yourself and your pet in a home. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, this is Dr. Julio Alonso, and I'm here to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy TV. You can learn all about how to take the best care of your pets. Stream at My Pet Candy 24-7 on YouTube, iTunes, and most other video platforms. Five Methods to Simplifying Your Life by Giselle Richardson If your life feels a little bit complicated right now, you're not alone. With so much crammed into our busy schedules, it can feel like even our weekends and evenings are not our own. If you find yourself wishing for a simpler life, here are a few tips for streamlining your life so you can function at your best. Declutter your home. Chances are you have too much stuff. We buy clothing and never wear it, buy a product that promises to solve our problems only to toss it in a drawer and forget all about it. And this stuff collects constantly. This clutter doesn't just get in the way, it can tax your brain and stress you unnecessarily as you have to sort through a bunch of stuff to find what you actually want. If you don't use it or even want it, get rid of it. When you're down to just things you enjoy, want in your life, or find useful or necessary, you'll find life much easier. Organize your home and workplace. We spend two entire days of our lives looking for lost items. Organizing can give you back those two days. When you know where everything is, you won't have to search through a jumble of pots and pans to find the right one, hunt for matching socks, or go on a safari for your keys. You'll also reduce the stress you feel when not being able to find something makes you late or causes trouble in some other way. It may take time, but an organized home is sincerely worth it. Reduce what you are responsible for. Chances are you probably laughed a little at this one. If you could reduce your responsibilities, you would, wouldn't you? Chances are, though, that you take on a lot more tasks than you need to. You might clean your children's room even though they are old enough to do it themselves, or agree to help your coworkers with a project and end up doing most of the work. Examples such as this take away from work that is genuinely yours and makes it more difficult for you to complete your own tasks. Know what tasks are yours and what actually belongs to other people and reduce your responsibilities to just what you can do comfortably. Get enough sleep. Sleep is also highly important to being able to live your life with any reasonable level of quality, but not enough people get seven to eight hours. Take your bedtime as seriously as your waking time 
and make sure you get the quality sleep you need in order to perform your best during the day. Meditate. Your home and workplace aren't the only areas of your life that could use a little organization. Your brain can also be a dizzying swarm of thoughts that keep you up at night. And meditation is the solution for that. Spending a few minutes a day in meditation can help improve your ability to focus, reduce your stress, and even grow your brain. All this for just a few minutes of your time every day. Our lives are complicated, but these five strategies can help make it a little simpler. Thank you for listening to Pet Candy. If you want to stay up with everything pet-related, subscribe to this channel and check out mypetcandy.com. It's Pet Candy. Pet Candy. Pet Candy. It's Pet Candy Radio.